Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So, you know, we've been thinking about this whole Simon Fraser University story. And, you know, there's one perspective that we really wanted to hear about, and that is students. And we're talking the general student population here, not just those in athletics or in the athletic department. I'm sure the university, you know, the administration is thinking, well, oh, no, no, we're just talking about some people, well, some student athletes in one department. Well, that really isn't the case. So to join us now to talk more about this is Marie Haddad, who's a student advocate and former vice president of equity and sustainability at SFU. Marie, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, I understand that there has been kind of an open letter written to administration. What was that about? Yeah, so um, a bunch of students uh, coalition came together, um, student groups of the SFU SOCA, SF Perg, and some representatives from um, student, the Student Ad, uh, Advisory Committee as well. Um, and it was really about the institution saying that they weren't hearing enough from students. Um, which typically is used as a tactic to say that, you know, we can buy more time to keep pushing this off. Um, So we decided to actually come out and make a strong letter, an open letter, where anyone could sign on to it. And now we have about 281 signatures as of this morning uh, with a bunch of different um, folks from the community and from the university as well. Um, But just saying that, um, you know, if the university is going to, standardize its values on EDI, which is foundational on freedom and democracy, if the institution is not going to take up democratic processes to um, make a decision like this, then we are not actually following through with our EDI values. Yeah, and why is that? So how do you connect those two things, this football program and EDI values? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the biggest thing is that the majority of uh, the football as of now is part of the Black, Indigenous, or people of color communities. And I think it's so essential to understand how, um, you know, there's not a one-size-fits-all in the experiences of such a decision like this. And there's going to be folks who are impacted on a greater measure just by, you know, being taken out of an athletic position, something that can help them even get into higher education in the first place. Um, and something that can help them actually do better for their communities as well and to um, actually bring more advocacy for their communities too. Do you think that was overlooked, Marie? Just that idea that, and I've always felt that, that you know, getting kids involved in sports, it can be a bit of an equalizer. Yeah, of course. I think it was completely overlooked because we know this. Um, I, I'm sure there's so many reports that discuss how essential a sporting um, program is to bring in students. It's, it's called an equitable process um, and inclusion into higher education. And uh, by basically terminating a program like this, we are creating less opportunities at the university to um, really um, get rid of this institutional or systemic barrier into higher education. And um, a lot of people do definitely use their skills, um, including their sporting skills, 
um, to actually receive education. And it's, it's, it's going to take a big hit for sure, especially since the football team is the biggest team um, at SFU right now. Yeah, so what has the student reaction been like? Like, what have you heard from students? Well, students are really enraged first that the institution has been taking this decision without our consultation. Specifically, the Simon Fraser Student Society um, is a major stakeholder at the um, Simon Fraser University, especially since the um, uh, Student Society in and of itself donated $10 million to um, renovate and renew the Terry Fox field that actually houses the football team. So we feel as if like our voices have really been eliminated from this process and it hasn't been democratic. And I think that the institution um, who typically holds itself um, at a high standard of consulting students and stakeholders and um, folks who are affected by decisions is not actually doing that in this decision. And it's shocking as well, because if you were at the injunction the other day, the university is talking about how, you know, it's their right to cut any program without any um, democratic process or no consultation, and they could do it at any time without any announcement or further um, uh, basically announcement. Yeah. So and um, th- I heard that very- too. So th- how does yeah. that, how do you feel when you hear that? Because you think, well, wait a minute, why am I committing to a school and a program if this university right. is telling me they could get rid of it at any time? I think that's the worrisome part because this doesn't just affect football. This affects every single other sporting team in the university. And I think this calls like a greater, a greater threat to many of the other programs. And I think um, it should, it should really worry folks coming into the university who don't necessarily feel that, you know, they're going to be housed in a space that actually really cares for them. And that's, that's a big worry for me. And I know it's a big worry for others as well. Is there a lot of, do you think, students that are paying attention to this process? I would say so. Um, uh, The Simon Fraser Student Society, who has a council which houses about 60 to 70 representatives from all other student groups, they also signed on to our open letter. So they're very aware of this um, issue. And I know there's other students who are really committed to this as well. I'm not the only student advocate who is on this project. And... um, yeah, I don't think it's just a small matter in the athletic community. It's definitely a bigger measure. I know that there are folks who are coming out who don't even play sport and who don't even really know much about sport either who are coming out and educating themselves and understanding how this is a very, very big threat to not only the students, but sporting at SFU in general. All right. Well, Marie, thank you so much for talking to us about it this morning. Yeah, of course. Appreciate that. Appreciate your work on this one. That's Marie Haddad, who's a student advocate and former vice president of equity and sustainability at SFU. Just we wanted to get an idea of just beyond athletics, beyond the football program. What about the rest of the population at SFU? How do they feel about this? And that was a a very good indicator of, uh, yeah, students are paying attention. Now, here's the irony with this. And I, I, you know, of course, I think about my personal connection here. I went to Simon Fraser University. I chose that school when I graduated from high school back in 1989, okay, long time ago. And I'll never forget telling my mom that that's where I was going to go. And she was, 
<laughs> she was disappointed that I wasn't going to go to UBC, which had been her alma mater. She graduated from UBC and she really wanted me to go there. And I was choosing to go to SFU. And so she said to me, yeah, but that's the hippie university. That's what my mom said to me. And she said it because when she was going to university, that was when Simon Fraser University started in the late 1960s. And she's right. It kind of was the hippie university because it was founded as a sign of the times that students wanted a different type of school, not in the button down ivory tower at the time of what they saw as UBC. They wanted something more open, more accountable. And that was the idea behind Simon Fraser University. And so I've been thinking about that, just the irony all these years later of how the school is behaving very much now like an institution that has been around for a long time that is protecting itself and making decisions without accountability. And I thought, boy, it sure has come a long way from what it was founded as, you know, more than 50 years ago. And that just is stuck in my head with this story, uh, kind of still making news. And we will be continuing to follow it because like Marie was saying, a lot of people being paying very close attention to what the arguments the university was making in court uh, yesterday. So yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about it. Find a way in, simi at cknw.com.